Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. So good evening, Kate. How are you? And welcome to the Helping Hands podcast series, series four, episode six. Thank you so much for participating in this episode. I know we know each other very briefly from from the past, but would you like to introduce yourself properly? Yeah. So uh, my name is Kate Blakemore. I'm the founder of Motherwell Cheshire Charity, and I also do training and talks on women's health and mental health and have my very small counselling practice now. Well, it sounds like you are a woman of all trades, which is absolutely fantastic. That's why we're here this evening to talk to you. Now, I've already briefly looked at your your Spotify playlist, uh, which I can introduce on Spotify as Gail Louise Turner, Helping Hands, uh, series podcast playlist, series four, episode six, Kate Blakemore, uh, Motherwell and uh, Woman Champion also. There's, there is a lot there. Now, um, alongside your influences, we need to be, it seems to me that we're, we are going further back in time with some of your influences and some of your role models, which is absolutely fantastic. But to make a start with this, I would like to ask you um, a little bit more about yourself just before we get on to your, your music choices. So please tell me about yourself. So I'm from Crewe. Um, it's still living Crewe. I'm proud to be from Crewe. I think it's a great community. I'm a mum of three children, and I've got a partner called Steve, who next month we've been together 27 years. Um, my children are Gracie, May, Lennon and Dylan, and they're 16, 14 and 10. Wow, that's um, how do you manage with three children? That's, that's amazing. <laughs> um, well, they're good. They are good. It's just that their activities is um, takes up a lot of our time. <laughs> and they're the good ages as well, aren't they? So you, 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 it seems like they're, they're well-rounded there. Okay, so going back to your, your Spotify playlist, it looks like there's We've we've gone right back to the nineties and the two thousand era here. So starting with James and getting away with it from two thousand and one. What what was your rationale about that one? Um, I don't know. I just love it as soon as I heard it. I'm a big James fan. I've been to see James many many times. Um, hopefully going to see them again in October. I think it, I love how he performs that song when it's live as well. I think it that that's what it is about that song. And Oasis Wonderwall, nineteen ninety five. What 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 was the reason behind that? Everybody loves a bit of Oasis. Um, yeah, because I've just come back. Actually, I've just been seeing Noel Gallagher at weekend. Um, just just love that song. I love the words. I, that I re- that's one of my reasons why I like Oasis and Noel Gallagher so much because I think he's a great songwriter. Um, 
and I just it that was the song that probably got me into liking Oasis at the time was Wonderwall. Is he still a good performer? He was brilliant on Saturday, absolutely brilliant. And where was he at? Uh, Wivenshaw Park in Manchester, so it was like his hometown as well. So I think that added to the atmosphere. So the next song, Madonna. So, so tell me about this one. This was a difficult. I wanted to put a Madonna song on. Um, I love Madonna as well. Um, and I think that's one of her most recent songs that I I really like. I think it's a catchy song. If I hear it, I'll you know it'll be in my head for the rest of the day. Is that is that the hung one that you've chosen? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the one that she fell over to actually from memory. So it's a really good choice by Madonna. I, th- I think I think you've chosen well there. Uh, so no, <laughs> Noel Gallagher again. A, a bit of Britpop. There was a little bit of argument in the nineties, wasn't there, between a bit of Blur and um, a bit of Oasis? It sounds like you are a yeah. big Oasis fan. So why did you choose the Noel choice? Um, what was it? Dead in the Water? Yeah. Put in the end. Um, again, just the words, and I just love how he sings to that as well. Really, um, chilling. I think it's a chilling song. Really, it uplifts you. Okay, so going um, well, slightly forward in time. I think to 1998 with Catonia and Road Rage. I remember being this been on one of the Now albums. One of my favorite um, for me in 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 the 90s. Really, I think I was in my teenage years. But why have you chosen this? Um, yeah, because it's quite different from most of my choices. I I, I think for that song, I love her voice, um, and I love how that song builds. It kind of gets you know, it's quite slow at the start and then builds on that. Well, so now I've been, I've been, uh, well, I've been on your website a lot. Um, I will, I will detail this um in the the captivate.fm profile just a bit later, but I'm very, very interested in some of your your influences. Now, some of your influences on the website, some are based on the blue plaques and some are statues, but some are based on influential women in history. So I'm I the question that I want to ask is tell me a little bit more on your on these influential women on why you've chosen them a little bit about uh, their their role in history and how they relate to you in in modern day so you've gone for the Pankhurst really um, yeah Pankhurst yeah, and Ada um, and Ada of course who who is who is everywhere and crew at the moment you just have to walk around the street and. Um, and some of the schools as well. Everybody's talking about Ada. This is absolutely fantastic, and I know you've done some bits on this as well. If, uh, I think the listeners would love to hear more about this. Um, so, we, as, as well as the Mothwell Charity, myself and some of us have just set up um, another charity called the Statue for Ada. So we're working towards getting a statue of Ada Neil Chu in um, in Crew. Ada's story like the Pankhurst so Pankhurst story is well known um Emmeline Pankhurst but Ada was from crew and you know had had so much that she wanted to say and change as well and I think it just fascinates me the women of history who 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 are modern women in their own right you know they could see a future for women quite differently perhaps to other women and definitely to males and who you know fought for us um, and so part of I feel it's important that, you know, we work and to make 
you know, history keep going, if you like, to continue on that campaign of equality for women. But also I'm really passionate about young girls knowing about women from history and, you know, what they did do for us. The, the right to have better working conditions was Ada's main campaign. Um, but in Pankhurst, obviously, the right to, to vote. So women like that really fascinate me, how they, they put their head above the parapet for, for the sake of other women, really. I mean, they, they, they are popular women in history and people don't talk about them enough today. Um, they, they, they do still live on um, in the statues and plaques and, and it's great to see that you are choosing them today um, alongside Ada and that's such a, such a great thing um, and I really do like to see that. Do you, do you ever feel that you do need to go back into history to put yourself back into modern day to be able to continue to spread that message and have that campaign in your daily life? Yeah, definitely. And I think I didn't appreciate that when I was younger to doing history at all. But I think, you know, we we need to learn from history to to be able to move forward. Um, and, you know, I think women in history have been greatly influential to, to where women are now um, and we need to create more trailblazers now so that we are looking back on them in history as well. So where did the um, initial career plan come from for helping women, inspiring women and girls today? Where, where, where did that come from? Um, because you are an inspiring woman from crew. We, we are only a small town, of course. So, so you, you are there um, among the influential women. So so how, how do you do that in such a small town? Um, I think... I'm just really lucky. I've got amazing women that I'm surrounded with. They're on the same mission as I am, um, whether that be in the Motherwell charity, if that's one of the campaigns that I'm working on, you know, I surround myself with like-minded women who are e equally as passionate. Um, and, you know, I want, I do a lot of work with local schools and that's the kind of work that I want to do is get the next generation to be as passionate as well. Cause I think the next generation have got, um lots of ideas of what needs to be changed and it's great to be able to to work with them to, to steer them and you know listen to their voices in that um so yeah I guess I don't see a lot of it as a job I see I enjoy what I do so I think I'm extremely lucky in that really so looking at your your personal passions then that you still do get chance to to do your own thinking which is great so um so obviously you do love reading um and you do get out and about as well. So, so you you are part of the Crew Breeze Cycling Club, um, and you and uh, obviously you do do talking because you do uh, focus a lot on the training. But I found out today that you 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 uh, participate in in the YouTube channel, which I've seen today, uh, which is part of your your my mum's the word and your book. So tell me about your book. This is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's been taking it for years now, but it will be finished by the end of the year. Um, so yeah, I'm in the middle of writing a book. Well, it's three quarters of the way done now, called Mum's the Word. Um, because I always say I set up a charity because becoming a mum was the hardest thing that I ever did. Um, and I think we can get blindsided by you know all the social media and losing weight and everything's perfect in people's lives. And I wanted to write a book of challenges. Um, and capturing other people's stories as well. So it's called Mums the Word. It's my story, but it's also other local mums' stories as well who've contributed to the book. And yeah, alongside that, I've um, started to do Mums the Word interviews. So people that have written for the book that I do YouTube um, chats as well. Um, so the book is hopefully it's based on 
on more emotions rather than practical advice isn't it you know there's no eating or breastfeeding um kind of practical advice it's all about it's okay to be feeling like this and maybe you want to you know reach out for support with these agencies as well so um yeah that that's the book and it's mum's the word so it's the whole mothering journey from um thinking about having a baby to being pregnant right through to being a grandmother that's really good so so obviously um getting people involved then so there's something I did notice on your website which was really great so you were just saying that um being a mum is one of the the, the most um hardest thing you've ever done which is fantastic because you, you seem to have that work life um and a parent life balance which is great but you seem to be getting your children involved so I love how um on your website you've 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 made these little boxes. Boxes, for, yeah, yeah, we haven't done them for amazing. a while. Yeah. Um, but funny enough, that's one of my posts on social media for this evening. Yeah. So um she did run out of steam on that, my daughter, but um it's something that we want to look at again. Yeah. So um hello calm boxes. So we have period um boxes and you know, kindness boxes, just little gifts that people can purchase for others as well because there's bigger issues here isn't there that that's in the press as well so we are looking at period poverty and things like that and um people are looking at the cost of living and things like that but I think you're 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 concentrating on the younger women and role models and that's something I want to talk to you about really your role models because you're 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 obviously helping others so so this is this is great so you're you're campaigning for this so so what would what would you your suggestions to be to 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 be able to use your role models to help others what would you do to do this um in in how I do do them I guess one thing I think this is what you're asking me you know I do listen to what people have got to say um you know I, I always say I don't know it all I surround myself with great people who you know I'm happy to to work alongside um these people but I think there is role models and the best thing you can do is be honest either you know it or this is the struggles that I had you know and then people will um feel empowered by that honesty yeah I think honesty is good in in, in anything um so some of your greatest achievements then I would so with with any inspiring person I think um and I think I've mentioned this before I used to have I've probably hidden this now I used to have a a a book of achievements which I probably wouldn't use now but what would yours greatest achievement be um so obviously my children are my one of my greatest achievements um so that personally you know being in a relationship for so long because we met when we were teens I was just at college um and then work-wise personal achievements is qualifying as a as a counsellor and also you know the successes that um I've had within the charity as well so how did you train to be a counsellor what, what what was the starting point for this um so trained to be a counsellor at um Cheshire which was then South Cheshire College um and I did my diploma um in person-centered counselling um but I did that my last year I was actually pregnant and then just before I qualified I had my baby as well so that's why it's an achievement to me because I'm you know become a mum for the third time within that wow that's amazing Mm. I do that see when I hear other people's stories it 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 makes me think like how people actually manage to fit it all in it's it's not just even time management it's it's like a miracle um hearing this because it's 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 just you are literally champion for women aren't you it's 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 just it's great 
Um, but I'd like to take you back now to the networking days. Um, and I don't know if you remember remember that some of the great influential people um you met back then. Do you, do you ever keep in touch with these people? And do you see them having a very different life after the the COVID pandemic? Do you, do you ever see them after and remember all the the great times and see them doing doing really well well today? Um, yeah. So I guess it's you know fifty fifty. Some are don't. Some are do um and it and it's lovely and i think because crew you know it's it's not a tiny town but it's also it's not a city um you know paths do cross with people in in multiple ways really and i think that that, that's always great to see people um again perhaps if you know if you've seen them when in a dark place and they're absolutely flourishing afterwards that that's a great opportunity to have so so i would like to know what what actually matters to you um so going to to your blogging now and your writing um as well as your reading what sort of subjects actually matter to you that that you want to campaign for and actually get out there to get the right message and to help yourself and others at this present moment I guess it's the topics that other people don't like to talk about so you know like we said period period periods period dignity um menopause infant loss is one of my topics you know social removal so parents having their children moved by social care and um, that's what I deliver a lot of my training on it's what I'm passionate about do talks on um you know the more people talk about things just generally and having awareness you know the better the, the world is really so if, if somebody did need some help and they wanted to contact you, what what would be the, the best methods for to contact you um, in times of need? Um, so if it's because obviously I have two hats, if you want to get in touch with the charity, it's probably best contacting the referrals email at Motherwell. Um, otherwise, my website's got my contact details on, which is um, kateblakemore.com. See, see, there's so many uh, different avenues, isn't there, to you? Uh, drawing back to your your influences, um, growing up, what was your 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 family interested in what you were, or did they take different avenues to to what you were doing? Were you, were you ever on the same path as them? Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a friends the same. I think family and friends we're all um, you know very compassionate. Um, come from humble beginnings you know so there's there's that as well recognizing um the importance of having good friendships and good positive relationships what would the uh, biggest piece of advice be to to somebody a young woman growing up today and um a older woman uh, growing up who who you'd actually see um that they'd need a bit of help what would the greatest bit of advice be to them two different spectrums of women um i guess the greatest piece of advice that i give is is to, for people to believe in themselves you know in you can achieve everything if you believe in yourself um in your own decisions and your perhaps your gut instinct as well so going back to some of your radio work with um the obviously the networking, how did that shape you as a person? Because today you are getting involved in training. Um, so a lot of your training's online. Um, I'd like to, you to obviously go in um to a little bit more detail than that. But did your 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 original radio work help you with this, or was that sort of an introduction to what you do today? Um, I don't think the radio work necessarily um helped support that um there is an element of you know being confident in your talk I think what I'm confident as in in training is knowing my subjects is what I would say and you know um and you know I'm passionate about the training that I do 
So tell me more about the the women's collaboration that you get involved in. Uh, there seems to be so many projects going on with that. What is your 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 current project with that at the moment? So yeah, I set that up over COVID um, in an attempt to you know pull together people's resources, people's passions, people's knowledge. Um, so it is it is what it says on the tin. It's a collaboration of organisations and individuals in Cheshire, and we work towards you know achieving things. So at the moment we're working towards ending period um, poverty and making Cheshire a period dignity um, county. We're working on a Cheshire wide menopause strategy. Um, you know, as I said, we were working towards getting a statue for Ada in, in crew. So that that's the type of things we all pull together. It's all voluntary. You know, it's not a um, registered charity or anything. It's just what we're all passionate about. How do, you, how do you think Ada would have felt if she met you? What sort of conversations would you have with her? I think she, um, we'd have a lot in common. We were both quite outspoken and I think we would share the same frustrations of what's going on today, really, for women in some places. Yeah, because she was she was a crew factory worker, wasn't she? She um, she she yeah. she did get involved, but she was originally from Staffordshire, wasn't she? she so she obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was interesting, how she had the Staffordshire background as well. Yeah. And worked in um, the factories in Chrome. Would you have got involved with the suffragette movement? Do you think if you would you have uh, campaigned to get the vote? Yes, but I think I was very much on the Ada that it it had to be the vote for every woman. Not you know I don't not that the class implication that was then. Do you think um, that because we had the First World War, it would have. I suppose benefited the cause a little bit because they were helping in their own way it, it might have persuaded the men a little bit more to a bit more helpful to get the vote for them yeah I think it, it showed the strength at that time of the of the women you know it, it did prove it um and maybe that was a shift in in mindset always hard to tell you know they were promised it afterwards and then didn't automatically get it so um but yeah they you know they really did come out on their own and I think women were perhaps surprised themselves of what they could do and what they could achieve Mm. I think sometimes though like when you're looking back in history when you do think about women's role um and obviously the men in those kind of difficult situations I do think they probably um it probably changed them slightly to what to, to um and and history in the making really that yeah they didn't expect that and it and it changed them for forever really and I suppose that's like the yeah. the interesting thing about the the whole situation and Ada but what 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 do you think Ada would have thought of crew today? Mm-hmm. I think she would still think there's things that need to change, but I think she'd like me would feel quite optimistic of where we're moving towards. But that's a good question. As, as another though of your influences was Etta Lemon. Yeah, so she's one of the founders of the RSPB. Um, again, you know, I love it because it was drawn from passion. She was passionate about animals at that time. Um, you know, women would wear real life feathers in their hair. They would even have dead birds in their hats. You know, so another woman that really, really stuck to her guns. She she felt this was wrong, you know, and over time she ended up being one of the founding members of the RSPB. So, yeah, it really just, I just fascinate me people like that. Because they, they because they, um, the, obviously, um, Etta had um, dealings with the Pankhurst as well. 
Well, mm. it seems to be it, it. It was it was a topic of conversation, and they all seemed to be getting involved in everything at the, the, the at the same point, which was quite interesting. So, what would you like to see um, change for the better in crew? Then, what would you like to see to change now? Obviously, we've just come out of the COVID pandemic. What would you, what would what would you like to see happen now? There's lots of talk around with, with with development about crew, but what would you like to see if you had the choice? I think just a more open minded society, more inclusive. Um, you know, embrace the diversity that is in crew rather than perhaps some of the things and comments that people make and, you know, believe in what the town could be um, with the right mentality. You know, if we all work together, great things can happen. Where do you see your your training going? So I've obviously seen a little bit on the website, but where would you like to see it going for the future? There's a lot of inspirational um, items and things that you're concentrating, but where where, where can you see it going with, with with the development in technology um i don't i think for me i need to embrace that technology a little bit better and upskill myself um so i think that would be my first thing to do to be able to answer that question because i'm not the greatest person with technology anymore so it is interesting that um training's done mostly online but but it's, it's great to see you up there doing your your inspirational your your work so do you work alongside any other inspirational people today that you that do inspire you on a daily basis every day my team inspire me you know the women that get our support the people that mentor me all of them you know I can't I wouldn't it wouldn't be fair to name names because it's just too many people I didn't want to miss anybody out but everybody in you know inspires me in the, in in my world my daughters my friends my family that's brilliant that is that's really good um so are you going on holiday this year I've just come back actually I've just been to Somerset for a week um so I've got nothing else planned now for the rest of the year but I've just had some nice time off during the summer with with my family Oh, yes. I think I remember you telling me that. That's brilliant. I just didn't know where you were going. That's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's amazing. And I think now I think um, it's um, I mean, the, the, the obviously the, the, the dark nights are going to draw in now. So it's uh, a, a good time to, to get back and everything like that. But the, yeah, there's so much that you've done. Is there anything that you haven't done that you'd like to do? Um, I'm sure there's lots of things that I haven't done. Is there anything that um, what have I got on my list? No, I'd like to see the whole campaign for Ada through um, and I'd like to expend, extend our charity a little bit more um, to cover more of Cheshire. That's good. Where, where would you like to go, if you can tell me that? Where, where would you like to extend it to? Um, the Ellesmere Port and Chester area oh, and, maybe, and maybe Macclesfield as well. That's a, that's a very good venture. Um, so where do you see yourself in five years? Um, so maybe leading on more training for within the charity as well delivering more training um and you know hopefully um seeing some of the projects that i'm working on at the moment through so obviously um as a final point the schools have just um achieved their gcses and the a levels so do you hope to um and obviously um the the um graduates are you look hoping to recruit them to look at the talent so they've obviously done their new exams they're different now since the COVID pandemic, they've had to study differently. Are you looking to to recruit some new stars and bring them with you and actually get some new talent on board and, and to see how things are going to look with them now? Because wouldn't it be interesting to 
to actually get some new talent and actually um change things with within your charity and and, and get some more learning involved what, how, how would you see that yeah i think we do need you know we we're always encouraging placement um students and work experience and they do bring a whole new ethos to the charity with you know different ideas and refreshing ideas and um do you think the development and crew will have an effect on you in the next five years um yeah but for the positive opportunities will arise i'm sure both personally and work-wise yeah because i mean you do talk about um you you know the only way you can help yourself and others is to look at your own personal development and i think Mm. development is one of the 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 key features in in here um I'll, i'll just let you into a little secret Obviously, uh, with with the radio work we started in Crew and Nantwich, and this is what I bought from uh, Nantwich, and you're the first person that I've used this for. So this is a positive um, sort of thing. It says stick to the plan. So that's me sticking to the plan. So I've wrote everything mm. down there. So I think sometimes <laughs> when you write scripts, you 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 sort of um you write you write notes down on certain. So that that yeah. was that was fated. That was there you go. Um. Mm-hmm. So Kate, thank you so much for this evening. Um. Have you got any other final parting comments that you you want to tell me this evening? No, um, I think I'll just end on what I said through it. You know, just um, believe in yourself and follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. I love that. That's so that's so amazing. Well, I think everybody who's listening tonight will follow their dreams after hearing your inspirational talk tonight. And honestly, I think Ada will be so inspired by your work. And it's such a shame that she can't meet you because you've been campaigning for her. And obviously the Pankhurst and uh Forset as well. And um uh even Charlotte Holroyd from How We Used to Live from um the um channel four series um i'm sure how, how we still live she 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 would have loved you as well so mm-hmm. um thank you very very much for participating tonight so i'm I'm glad it's not rained because that's that's um something we didn't want this evening so thank you so much have a fantastic evening please don't work too hard and i'm glad you've enjoyed your holiday and uh, please please keep doing those good works and um good luck with everything and um please look after yourself and your family and take care and good luck for the future yeah. thank you thanks thank you very much see you later bye, bye see now you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.